Hey, boss man, you there? Hey, yeah. yeah Sorry, caught... I'm on the road. <laughs> hey, you know that uh, podcast we recorded for TMBA newsletter subscribers last week? It was basically the one where we talked about this job that we've created, and we're you know we're looking for someone to come join our team. It's all I've been thinking about, man. Well, I think it would be cool to put that podcast out onto the public feed. So it's a Tuesday morning, not a Thursday morning. So I just wanted to sort of get out ahead of this podcast and say it's not a normal podcast. It is just Ian and I for about 20 minutes talking about this new job that we've created. We're looking for a new team member. And always when we're looking to add to our team, we feel like the listeners of this podcast and their close friends are often the best candidates out there. Because let's face it, listeners are super smart. That's what we're looking for. Listeners are super smart, and historically speaking, we've gotten some great referrals from people that listen to this show, tell their friend, hey, these guys have this opening. And actually, Dan, I think that's how you got one of your first jobs, too, is through a referral, yeah? 100%. Referring people who you know could be great for this position. So that's what we're trying to do in this 20-minute audio. We have a blog post about this position The deadline to apply is September 29th. If you're interested in coming to work with us or know someone who might, this special episode of the TNBA podcast is for you. We're just going to talk a little bit about our backgrounds, our careers, and what our team's all about and who we're looking to work with. The podcast will be back on Thursday as regularly scheduled, as will the boss man, once you uh, get done doing whatever you're doing. What are you doing? Thank you. I'm just sitting in traffic right now. Okay. Nothing too exciting. I'm, uh, I'm just, there's a guy with a sign, and he turns it to stop, and then it says slow, and I've been sitting at the stop for about 20 minutes. So The exciting you know, life of You don't want that to be your future. <laughs> you don't want that to be your future. You want to apply for this job so you don't have to hold the sign like this guy does. <laughs> All right, boss man, I'll see you on Thursday morning. See you then. Mr. Schoen, Ian Schoen, are you there? I'm here. This is Dan. We are the founders of TropicalMBA.com and the DynamiteCircle.com and a host of other failed and sold ventures <laughs> and a few nascent ventures as well. Anything you want to add? <laughs> the reason we're doing this podcast today is because we're hiring. And it's actually been quite some time since we've brought on a full-time, like work directly with us team member. So since we're in the business of podcasting, and so many of the people who know about us know about us through podcasts. We've thought it might make sense for us to to record a podcast. This is going to be a little bit more conversational. Ian, honestly, we don't really have an outline for this one. But if you're going to come work with us for a couple years or more, you might be willing to tolerate a podcast episode about the opportunity, maybe a little bit about our past and a little bit about how we see this opportunity could work for somebody listening today, what it might do for them. Speaking of past, Dan, I want you to tell the funny story that you just told me about living on an air mattress <laughs> and this opportunity comes up. So what happened? All right. So here's the thing about life-changing business opportunities is I had an intuition when I was young and just graduated college. And by the way, when I just graduated college, I jumped in a very old SUV with my best buddy, and we drove across the country, and we figured if we're going to be working, we might as well work somewhere sunny and warm, and that place was San Diego, where me and you would eventually meet. And our first apartment, we lived on air mattresses that we bought at, like, I don't know, Walmart or whatever, 
and we were sleeping in the same bedroom. And I remember sort of booting up my computer at the time and looking on Craigslist. And it was somehow made sense to me that business owners, wealthy entrepreneurs would want to target young people that were super ambitious, that wanted to sort of fast track things to say, you know what, come in and like, we want some young energy to run and grow this business. And in return, I'll offer you mentorship. It's like what we saw in the movies or something. I mean, you and I had no idea how this stuff works in the beginning, but I think we both kind of had the same vision. I was like imagining a, a young kid rolling into the office, rolling up his sleeves, you know, willing to do anything, making friends with the boss, going out to lunch, things like this. But we really had no idea how this stuff works. Yeah. And I thought, well, this is the most obvious thing in the world. Why would you want to hire somebody that, you know, already is a know-it-all or particularly when you're talking about, you know, small to medium-sized businesses, these aren't like kind of your standard corporate careers, right? This is about entrepreneurship. It's about the hustle. It's about your customers and clients. And and sometimes it's better to have people that are more a culture fit than people that have a ton of experience, you know? So I'm looking on Craigslist and most of the jobs are like, oh, we need you to have four to five years of demonstrated experience in something extraordinarily boring in order to even send a resume for this job. What I didn't understand is like, what about jobs that valued like just ambition, vision, desire to succeed, desire to learn, like all these things that I had. There was one job at, back to my big boxy computer and the air mattresses. And it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was like, you know, wealthy entrepreneur, seeks assistant. And I was like, yeah, of course. This is it. Anyway, I follow up with this guy. And I think he wanted a different kind of assistant, ultimately. Oh, really? I wasn't quite willing to go as far as he wanted me to go. <laughs> and uh, it sucked. It's, I mean, but it's kind of a funny story. But part of the reason I haven't, I don't think I've told that story so many times. But I don't think so. It was really depressing because I was just so fragile. At that. You know, I, I really believed in businesses. I really believed in myself. I really wanted to do something. And I just was cut down by that. So what ended up happening in my career is that I, I did go work a really boring job. And I ended up learning a bit there. And it took me a few years to, to find an entrepreneur, to run into somebody. And it was that experience, working in the crucible of someone else's business, that everything was accelerated for me. And if you're working a corporate job right now, or if you're doing some side hustles solo by yourself, you might've noticed that this stuff takes for friggin' ever to get traction. And it's really hard what you're trying to do, which is you know grow a life, a career, and a business. And what I noticed when I went to work for somebody else and they gave me the keys to the car and put my hands on the wheel and said, I need you to drive this thing. You're responsible for major stuff. You know, you tell me what you need from me in order to get your work done and let's get going. Now, all of a sudden, you have all this momentum, you have all the resources, and you're working at a, a speed that would be almost impossible to imagine if you were just by yourself, or certainly if you were in a job that was constrained by, you know, bureaucratic concerns or corporate policy. And I've done all that stuff, and that's definitely not my vibe. I remember being in corporate meetings, Ian, when I was like 20, very young, and people honestly asking me why I was working so hard. They were like offended by it. Not only offended, but some other people were, they were like baffled by it. They were like, obviously this kid doesn't get it. But really what I was was ambitious, and I wanted to do stuff. And it was meeting entrepreneurs that I finally 
got that stage to perform. And that's that's when we met. Just to give a little bit of our background, let's not assume that everybody knows all about us, Ian. We met in 2005, 2006. Something like that. And at the time, our skill sets were revolving around manufacturing. And you know, fast forward to a few happy hours where you were a very creative mind, you had a bunch of product ideas, and your logic was painfully simple, which was, look, if we want to have more freedom in our lives, we wanted to do things like travel. We didn't want to have to go to the same office every day for the rest of our lives. We wanted to build wealth, all these things. We have to build a product. Yeah, we have to own something. And so that's exactly what we did was we uh, started a company together. But your sad story about finally tripping across the entrepreneur, unfortunately, he didn't have quite the opportunity that you were looking for. But I think that is always the promise that has always been the promise for me, Dan, is to work with people that are passionate about what they're doing, work with people that are pushing things forward, work with people that you can get your hands on the wheel. And I think for us, like we have always tried to replicate what we wanted when we were younger and offer that to other people. And I think we've done that several times in this business. A few people that come to mind, our first hire, Alistair, he came and worked for us. We put his hands on the wheel at a very early age and he did amazing things for our product company. And since then, we've had several other people, including Taylor Pearson. Yeah, it might be worth it. These are like references, right? So Alistair Planbeck, Taylor Pearson, Alyssa Doucette, like these are people that you could reach out to that all had, you know, access to all of the data of our business. They just had the opportunity to work it as if it was theirs with guidance and and no lack of criticism by the way. I mean, this isn't, you know, it is definitely an environment where we are being critical of each other and our practices and and how to improve and that's one thing that I think is a constant across our culture, and I'm just going to jump right into culture a little bit here, is, yeah, yeah, we got into this game at the beginning because we wanted personal freedom. And we wanted the freedom to do interesting work with interesting people and not the sort of boring things we had previously. But in our sort of meetings and in our culture, I'd say, that comes down to critical thinking about difficult problems. It sort of boils down to being able to be honest and communicative with the others on your team. That to me is the tie that binds many of the most successful team members is that desire to criticize, to improve and to innovate and the willingness to hear it and also to see it, you know, to think through problems enough that you have a real perspective on what the business ought to do. And it's a hard thing when you're a little bit younger, you know, to have that perspective it takes a lot of critical thought. And it also takes a little bit of gumption and ambition. I think the person that's ideal for this role, and maybe we should speak a little bit about the role, but from a mindset perspective, it's a mix of, you don't have to have all the experience in the world, but you have that have that mindset of being willing to be a leader, being willing to think things through thoroughly, and then step up to the plate and put your back into it and say like, I'm going to stand up for this. I'm going to build support for it. And I'm going to execute this project. I'm going to try to show results. You know, getting back to who we were at that time where these opportunities were interesting to us in terms of not providing, but actually having these opportunities. Like, I really felt like my back was up against the wall. Like, I had to have an opportunity like this to further my life, to go forward. 
to make a big change in my life. And so I'm actually, Dan, anticipating that this person that applies for this job and gets this job is in a similar position. Like they're looking for a major life change. They're looking for a way to push their career forward in a way that is like warp speed. You know these people. I know these people. They've been in the same career. They've been in the same job for like 10 or 15 years. Really, day one looks pretty much the same as day 1,000 for them or even 3,000. You know, It's just kind of more the same, right? In this job, in our organization, it's not more the same. You come in <laughs> from day one, you're going to be doing things that are out of your comfort zone, and that will continue for several, several years. We've done this multiple times. You can look back through the blog archives, in other words, and, and see how this has gone down in the past. But if you're an entrepreneur listening to this, by the way, an established entrepreneur, just listening for fun, I couldn't encourage you more to offer opportunities like this for young people who want to make a difference in their lives. Every time we do this, I get so excited because I remember what it meant for me. It's just as much for our organization, Dan, and we haven't talked really much about the things that we want to accomplish with this organization. But I just remember being so excited when opportunities like this came up for myself. And so I am overjoyed to be able to offer this again to someone else to come into our organization and change our organization and also change our life. Yeah, specifically, let's talk about why we feel the opportunity is life-changing because it's sort of a big claim, Yeah, man. (laughs) So I'll take a stab at it and and you critique and add what you think is. But for me, this is an established business, but also a an incredibly dynamic one. So what we do is we serve entrepreneurs. Our customers and clients are established internet entrepreneurs. And a huge percentage of them have distributed teams. They're working remote. They're building teams that are remote, much like we are. And we're navigating this like strange new world of building businesses online. And that could be everything from like a bricks and clicks business to a purely online business to an old school business that's marketing online and using the power of the internet to bring clients to their old school, more traditional business. It's sort of like the brave new world, you know? And so our clients are super sharp. They're super successful and they're demanding, but they're amazing to work with. So if you're into entrepreneurship, if you're into the idea of fast accelerating careers and wealth and changing things in personal freedom and fresh ideas like that, this is where it all germinates in our community, the Dynamite Circle. I mean, you can hardly think of a sort of a more fertile ground for ideas surrounding, you know, the intersection of lifestyle freedom, productivity, work, enterprise. It's all there, right? It's all happening. It's sort of like the frontier. And that's our role as the team behind the group, is to serve these entrepreneurs, is to build products that make a difference in their lives and and business. And it's an awesome challenge to be faced with. And so in terms of the life-changing opportunity, not only are you working with and have incredible amount of visibility to these, these incredible clients, and just to make it concrete, Ian, I mean, in four weeks' time, we're gonna be in Bangkok with 250 entrepreneurs that are all there cutting deals, meeting each other, hanging out with old friends, meeting new ones. I mean, we know these people, have personal relationships with them. These are the people that we're going to be working with. The cool thing about this position is like, it's not someone that's going to be in the back room doing the accounts. This is a person that's going to be seeing every functional area of the business. And the work that you do will directly, you're going to be able to see whether you're able to create positive results for the business or not. It's sort of like, you get the opportunity to fail or succeed, but you don't have to take 
the risk yourself, at least in the context of our business. I think Alistair, uh, one of our, our first employees said this the best, Dan, which is you get to basically drive the ship and you get to play with house money, <laughs> which I, I think is a great way to frame it up, Is which is like you get to gamble, you get to take some risks, you get to make a lot of decisions and it doesn't have to be with your money. It can be with ours. And I think it's important, you know, this person ought to have a, a mix of the humility to be able to be critical and to think through a the problem, but also to have a little bit of the gumption because you're going to have to sell us. You know, you're going to have to to convince people. You're going to have to take risks and we want you to do that. So this isn't a position for somebody that's a wallflower. You know, you're going to have to be comfortable in rooms full of highly successful entrepreneurs, shake their hands, grab their number, call them the week after to follow up on the conversation. Phone as light as a feather. So I like to say, boss man, <laughs> this is not a position for a wallflower. This is a position for people that want to reach out and be a part of the community and have that visibility. So yeah, for anybody who wants to meet more successful people to help them evolve and evolve as you're doing it, that's exactly what this job is all about. So specifically, a little bit more meat on the bone, why not? Some of the revenue channels for that, speaking of the event, there's 250 tickets involved, but we also have like sponsorship VIP tickets. And that's a product in and of itself that someone with the sales and networking ambition that's required, you know, all businesses are based on sales. That's an opportunity right there to grow revenue. That's an opportunity to grow results. And there's a bunch of other opportunities like that within the company that we will be identifying. I just want to say this, Dan, kind of final thoughts on this position, because I do think it's more about mindset than it is about the actual tasks at this point. When I was applying for jobs like this way back when, and when I was thinking about changing my life, I didn't have all the skills that it took to be successful at these positions, especially on day one. So I don't want to uh, dissuade anybody that thinks or that's listening to this program right now thinking like, well, I I don't have what it takes. If you think in your mind, like, I can crush this job, I can do a really good job for these guys, I can grow this business, but I don't have the skill set yet, that's okay. What we need is attitude, what we need is drive, what we need is focus, what we need is your time. And so if you can come in with all those things, we will teach you, you will learn fast, and you will be successful. A lot of this, it's strange to say, comes down to courage, like a sort of emotional courage, because you don't need to know how to close a deal on a telephone. There's books we can read, we can train you, we can talk about that. You don't need to know how to work in accounting software. We can sit down for a day and do a training and we can learn that. What you do need to do is be willing to take the risk to jump into the software and make a financial case to the rest of the company as to why we should change a certain direction or move a product or change the way we deliver a certain product. What you do need to do is when you realize the real opportunity in the business is not checking your email, but actually calling 50 prospective clients to ask them what they think about the product you just delivered to them, you sit down and you dial 50 numbers. And it takes a kind of a courage in an information age to be willing to not do the easy things and to do the hard things, which is often getting critical feedback from clients, selling the organization on new paths forward, critically engaging the product, service, the company, and being willing to stand up for what you believe in about the way forward. Those things don't require a knowledge of accounting software. And the result in, in a small business like ours with a lot of visibility is you're the hero. 
You are the person that everybody knows. You are the person that gets all the accolades. You are the person that brought success to the organization. And I think that was always appealing to me, Dan, in a small business is that everything is just so much more visible than it is in a uh, corporate environment. And I am very much looking forward to working with this new person and bringing our organization to the next level. Me too. If you got questions, let us know. You can email us about the job, Dan and Ian at dynamitecircle.com. We have the job ad placed at tropicalmba.com. Just go over there and check out the blog. The deadline is September 29th. We'd love to hear from you.